Praise God. Well, God is good. Good to see you all this morning. Uh, we we uh, touched on last week what we entitled the right fight. I don't know, you know, just don't know that this will be a long thing that will be on for a long time. But anyways, just impressed to talk about this. And so we're going to go a little bit further in that this morning. Uh, let's look at 1 Timothy 6, verse 11. 1 Timothy 6, verse 11. It says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life for which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Verse 12 says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. Do I have reverb in my, I think I do. <laughs> All right, there you go. Fight, verse 12, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. So there is a fight. There is a faith fight. Let's look at 2 Timothy uh, 4, verse 6. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So here, the Apostle Paul is saying, I have fought the good fight. This is at the end of his life. You know, that, it's a good thing to motivate us, to keep us centered, to think about where we're going to be at the end of our life and what we want to be able to say about it. What do we want to say? Like this, this is when the Apostle Paul, he's getting ready to go. He knows he's, he's, his time on earth is ending. And so he's saying something about it. And he's able to say the right thing. He says, because he says, uh, uh, let's just read verse 6. For I am being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. So he's getting ready to go. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. That's what we want our testimony to be. I've done this. I've, I've stayed strong. I've done what God asked me to do. Because no matter what we face on this earth, when we're, when we're uh, leaving, this earth is a very short time in our existence. I mean, because we're going to live forever. And so this time on the earth, doesn't matter if you live 100 years, it's very, 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 very short. When, when uh, relative to forever. And that'll help us get through tough times. If you think, how would, how would I want myself to have reacted when I look back, when you're facing a tough time? Which is basically, what does the word say I should be doing? In any given situation, I'm fa you know, you, you're facing a tough situation, I'm facing a tough situation, how, what does the word say that I should be doing? Well, one way to bring that home is when I look back on this time, you know, even several months from now, but especially when I look back on this time at the end of my life, when it's maybe years in the past, how do I wish I would have acted? How do I wish I would have reacted? How do I want to say I walked through this? Because that's in perspective. When you're, when you're out further and out away from the situation, it's easier to say what you should do. That's why it's so easy to see what other people should do. 
sometimes you're like, well, if in my life I do this, but when we're in the middle of stuff, we have all the pressures, we have the feelings, we have the reality, and it can be easy to get mired down in that and to be led by that and to feel, feel those things pressing in on us and not do what we believe we should do. But when we remove ourselves and say, now, how do I wish I would have acted? What does the word say? What would I tell somebody else to do? That, that'll help us sometimes. If, we, if you're going through a situation and you don't know what to do, sometimes it helps to be like, if I knew a friend that was going through this and a loved person, what would I tell them to do? Sometimes that cuts through all the, the, the noise and it makes it clear, oh, of course, I'd say this. Well, then we need to do that for ourselves. Well, what is all that that we just said? What, what is that action when you decide to do what you should do? That's walking by faith. That is fighting through the noise to be in faith. To say, I, and we talked about it last week, that, that it, this is the only fight we're supposed to be in is to stay in faith. You're not supposed to fight. I'm not supposed to fight people, although it's really tempting to fight people. We're not supposed to fight other organizations. We're not supposed to fight the government. Now, we're not saying we shouldn't take our place and do what's necessary. What, I mean, you know, we, we stand up for what we need to, to stand up for. What, what we're saying is you can be fighting, you know, constantly straining and not actually doing anything out there, you know, as far as actual action, but it's constantly you're warring inside, you're feeling like you're stressed, you're fighting something all the time, and those aren't the fights we're supposed to be in. We need to fight to stay in faith, which is to do what the Word says uh, that we're supposed to do, which is to stay strong, which is to do what we want to do when we look back on our life and say to stay with the perspective of what God says that is faith, but there is a fight to do that in the middle of this darkness on the earth. And so when we're facing the stress, when we're facing the pressure, our fight is not, the, is not with the problem that we're facing. Our fight, the thing that we, the hardest thing to do is to believe the word and speak the word in the midst of it. Because if we do that, then we will have what God said we would have and we'll make it through. See, if, you th if we think that our problem is our problem, then we'll fight that, we'll try to fight it in our own strength and we'll, we're, we can fight it outside of faith. But if we believe that our, the only fight we're supposed to be in is to stay in faith. Now we move back into faith and we stay there. Now God is on your side to fight the problem. And what he said will happen. So it's not I'm fighting the problem. I'm fighting to stay connected with God and do what he said because then everything he said in his word will happen. So that is the gateway to victory. But see, Satan will try to get you into another fight. Satan will try to get you to start fighting your issues, start fighting people, start fighting your boss, start fighting your spouse, start fighting your sister, your brother, you know, your professor, whoever, because if you're doing that, you're outside of the word and you're actually listening to something else besides the word and you're actually losing the actual fight. You know, it's like a trick play. You know, let's say there's a trick play in football where all the motion looks like it's happening over here. Well, if the defense puts all their, 
they're, you know, all the resources to one side where the trick play is going on. They think they're fighting the right thing, but actually the ball's over here and they're running down the sideline for a score. And that's what Satan does. He tries to get us to fight the wrong thing and then does an end run on us. What if we'll say, wait a minute, that's not, that's, that's a trick. I'm not going to get over there. I need to just stay in faith about this. I know that's it, the circumstances are trying to pull me out and get me to fight this in my own strength. That's not the fight I'm supposed to be in. I'm supposed to be fighting to stay with God and believe his word and speak his word and stay at peace and stay calm and stay connected to him and be led by the spirit so that I can walk with him to victory. Because when we're, when we're fighting something else, we can't hear God very well. You and I, when we're, when we're uh, riled up and stressed and mad at somebody, you, it's, it's very difficult to hear the Lord because we're not yielding to Him to begin with. So think about it. If we're fighting something else, if we're getting mad at people, then we are not listening to God, but then we're trying to listen to God. So we're already stressed, we're already worked up, we're already, you know, uh, out of peace. And then we're in the middle of all that, so we're yielding to something besides God. In the middle of that, we're going, God, speak to me. Well, but he's already told us what to do in, in situations. We're not listening to that, but then we want to hear him. See, if we'll get back into, well, what the first thing I need to do is listen to what he's already said in his word and and believe that. And something, see, that's what it is. If we're not listening to it, yes, we're dealing with their flesh. Yes, we're dealing with pressure. But the fact is, if we really believe that His Word is the right way, we would drop whatever thing that we're getting uh, distracted with and get right back into believing Him and say, Lord, I know this is a pain over here, but I know the right way is to listen to you and do what you've said here. So I'm going to be at peace. I'm not going to fight that person. I'm not going to fight that situation. I'll do what you tell me to do. But the, the first thing is I have to be at peace and calm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that right now. I'm going to listen to you with everything I know with your word. I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be strong in you. I'm going to do what your word says. I'm going to believe that your word is right. And now, Lord, as I do that, I just ask you for your wisdom and your direction in this situation. See, you're already aligned with him. You're believing him. What his word says, now it's easier to hear him because you're already in the right place. I'm already in the right place. Do you see that? That, so when we, we all go through pressure. I mean, after, you know, just preaching these sermons, when I preached that sermon, I, there were situations that was pressing at different times, you know, as we were getting out of town, and it, it just came back to me that just over and over, that just to stay in faith. That, that how, how critical that is as you're walking through things. Just, no, what does is, what is the Word say? What does faith say? What, what do I want to do? It's a fight to stay in faith, and everybody faces it. You can be in faith one day and start slipping the next day just because we're letting some get to us. There is no um, exemption in this earth from the challenges that are in this world. So what am I supposed to be fighting? Nope. This is what God's Word says. Nope. I'm, I'm going to stay with Him. Nope. I believe Him. And so we can just stay there. Well, that brings peace. That brings 
calm, that allows us to flow with Him. And if we're flowing with Him, well, everything else in His Word is going to happen. But if we're not listening to Him, we're already muddling over here, and it just brings more, breeds confusion, brings stress, breeds stress, and you, we're, we're getting muddled in something that we weren't meant to get muddled ever. You realize God is never stressed. So if we're connected with Him, we, we don't need to be stressed, even though there are stressful situations. So it's the fight to stay there. You know, as well as I do, a lot of times time, you look at something that was stressing you out five years ago, a specific instance, something that happened like at work, and a lot of times you can't even remember the exact details of it, but you lost sleep over it. You lost, you know, your peace. You maybe got mad at somebody and you can't even remember. I can't even remember what was going on then. Well, that's, if we have that perspective that, hey, looking back, I want to know, I want to know I was doing the right thing. That'll bring it to where when we're dealing with something, say, no, you know, my future self is going to thank me for just walking in faith right now. I'm going to fight to do that. But if we think that it's just when we feel like it, well, I just don't feel like fighting today. That doesn't matter. If we feel like, if we think, well, I just don't feel it today, that's why there's a fight. That's the fight. And so many times we think that it's just going to be automatic. And if that we reach, you know, if we're getting challenged, that it's because we just didn't read our Bible enough today. You can read your Bible and you can be prayed up and then go out and be hit flat in the face with the situation right away. Now, we want to uh, have the word in us. We want to be built up in things, but that's not going to keep the situation from coming. It's only going to help us react. But if we think we're not going to be tempted, we're wrong. I've had times where I was, I mean, I spent more time in the word and prayer. Uh, you know, I just was spending a ton and I go out and something hits me and is tempting me to just get in the flesh right away. And, I, and you know, you have the thought, well, I just spent all this time. Yeah, now it's time to act on it. Just because I spent all the time, because you could have the thought, well, I just did all this. Why is this happening? Because we're being tested, because we have to fight to stay there. You know what the devil wants you to do? Yeah, you spent all this time, and you still can't get over it, which is the challenge. And if you say, oh, no, no, I'm staying right there. I'm, I am not going to get off. I'm staying with God. Well, now you're fighting. Now I'm fighting. Now we're, we're pushing back, and we're realizing that regardless of, of where we are and how much we know, we're going to have to deal with the challenges of life. But if we have the attitude, I'm fighting, and I'm fighting to stay there, now we have the right information to make it. We read these scriptures last week. First um, Timothy 1.18. It says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. In the CEV, it says, If you follow these instructions, you will fight like a good soldier. In the NIV at the end of that verse, it says, so, by re- so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. Now, this is talking specifically about prophecies that were said concerning Timothy. And, and the Apostle Paul is saying, these things were spoken about you. You take those and you fight the battle. 
You remember what was spoken about you, so in the middle of a battle, you don't get off track. Well, we may have something that was specific about us by the Spirit, but we all have the Word. And so we need to stay, say, the Word says this, so I'm going to fight the good fight in the middle of this. I'm going to fight well because of what God has said. I'm going to fight. I'm not going to get pushed off. We read Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Let's read this in the NLT. It says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So that this is, you're not fighting them in the sense that you're trying to defeat them. They are going to try to pull you off into unbelief and to doubt. We are fighting to stay in faith because the, all the principalities, powers, uh, might, dominion, they are all defeated through Jesus. But they're con artists. So they're going to try to get us off into these side battles and get, in, get us into fighting something we're not supposed to fight. If, if you've already, it's like... It'd be like, you know, you're up nine to one, like I played soccer. That is a blowout in soccer. I mean, that's an absolute ridiculous score. Um, like in the World Cup, was it, was it Brazil that was getting beat? Was it Germany that beat Brazil? Um, like seven to one, like a, a few years ago, they were in the quarterfinals or the semifinals. They ran up the score. Was it Brazil? It was, I can't even remember now. Sometimes you're not connected up here. The score was like 7-1 to one in a quarterfinal or semifinal. That is a ridiculous score. Now, if you're winning up by that much, you've already got the game won. Now, if you get sidetracked into doing stupid stuff and taking risks, the only way you're going to lose that is if you do something really dumb. I mean, there's no way you could get actually beat. If you just play the game the rest, the rest of the time, you're going to win. Now, if you got somehow hoodwinked and, and got pulled out, if they got the, the defense to get pulled out of the box and get away or got the goalie so that they could just take shots, you could. It's theoretically possible somebody could overcome that score, but under normal circumstances, it's not. Satan will try to get us into places to try to pull us off when we're already winning. We're already, he's already defeated, but what he tries to do is distract us to get us off so that he can beat us when, in fact, if we'll just hold our ground, he can't beat us. He can't do it. So these words are saying for us to stand against the strategies, against the wiles of the devil, knowing that these things are coming, knowing the fundamental thing he's trying to do is get you out of faith, get you 
uh, mad at somebody, gets you irritated, gets you frustrated, because if he does that, now he's got an inroads to beat us. But if we'll stay strong in God, he doesn't have an inroads. So he's trying to deceive us to get us off. But we know this is coming. And that's the thing. We need to know that these things come. They come to all of us. They, it doesn't matter how long you've walked with God, the, the temptation to get out of faith and to start warring in yourself is always there. And so we need to push back. We know it's coming. It can be frustrated when it comes. It can be frustrated like, what, I've done all this, and then why is this? But that's, we, know, we have to know that's a temptation right there. That's the bait. That's the bait. It's the bait to try to get us off and just try to say, you know, you have thoughts like, well, I've done all this. I've studied. I, I, I've known God. Why is this happening now? That's bait. That's unbelief. Because we're, we're acting like we're going to fall. We're acting like we're going to lose. What we need to say is this is happening, but I still believe the word. I'm going to push. I know this is, this, this is coming. I know this stress is is just, it's a matter of time before that hits me. When it hits me, now I need to fight to stay in the right place. Otherwise, I will fall. It doesn't matter who, who we're talking about. It doesn't matter if it's me, you, name anybody on the planet. These things will happen. It's not that Satan's orchestrating everything, but he will take advantage of situations and lie to you and lie to me and tell you, well, where was God? Why is this happening? And try what those are all thoughts that if we take the bait, we're going to end up in a bad place because now if we start, you know, uh, getting out of faith, not believing God, he's our help. And if we're disconnected from him, now we're left isolated. So that last verse 13, Ephesians 6, verse 13 says, Therefore put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Resist the enemy. Again, this is not us yelling at the devil, fighting him literally. He is a deceiver. He's a con artist. So you're going to be able to stand firm to resist him, what are you resisting? His lies, his pressure, his pressure telling you it's not going to work out. You're never going to make it. You're going down. Why don't you just quit now? This situation will never change. What's the fight there? You're going to go fight the devil and say, you shut up. You stop saying that. You know what he's going to do? Amp, turn up the volume. Oh, you don't like me saying that. Well, here it is again and again and again and again and again and again. That won't help. What do we have to do? If you go start engaging him, you shut up. You stop it. Like, I mean, just trying to fight? No, what we need to do is say, in the name of Jesus, I am going to win. I'm going to praise God. Satan, you stop and go forward. But if you, you can stop, he can, you can command the devil to stop things against somebody. But as far as thoughts, those thoughts will come. We have got to get our mind on something else and believe God because it's like telling, you know, it's like telling somebody that's harassed, like a, a bully or somebody at school to stop. What does that do? It just eggs them on because they know you're, they're getting to you. You know, the best way to deal with that is just to ignore them. When people are trying to get a reaction out of you, the best way is just to ignore it. That just diffuses it. Well, with Satan... 
we're not fighting him if we just stay in the place that God is on my side. I believe him. I'm going to win in him and go right on. He doesn't know. It, it, from, from all outside uh, indications, he's not doing anything to derail you or me whatsoever. We just stay in the same place. We act the same way anyway. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm going to praise God and I'm going on anyway. I'm going to thank him anyway. I'm going to resist. Oh, you said that? Yeah. Laugh. You can just start laughing at it. That really, I mean, in the natural, somebody is trying to get under your skin, you laugh on it, laugh at them. That can tick them off. You just laugh and say, no, that's, ha, that's not going to happen because God said that I'm going over. God is my protector. You know, you bring some image of something happening to your kids or something happening to you or something happening to your business. <laughs> that's never going to happen because God is my source. I'm going over. And, and look at those things and stay there. You have to fight to do that, though. If you just, if you have the thought and you say, oh, I just can't do anything about it, we're, get, we're getting defeated right there. We're not resisting. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 10 says, For indeed... If indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of Christ, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. He said, I, we're not going to do, we're going to do what we need to do here in this situation, what is right, lest Satan should take advantage of us because we're not ignorant of his devices. In other words, we're not ignorant of how he tries to play. We know it's coming, and so we're going to call it out, and we're going to do the right thing in spite of it. We need to know that regardless, this is not, this is not trying to uh, agree with a bad thing in our lives. It's saying, we're saying when challenges come, that they will come, that we're armed, and we know what to do, and we need to know when that happens that the fight right then is not what necessarily what it looks like, the fight there is to stay on God's side and to stay with the Word. If we have that just built into us, then we won't react out of emotion. We won't react, uh, you know, out of the pressure. We'll say, I knew this was coming, and this is what the Word says. And that's the first thing that comes out of us. That's what we want to rehearse in our mind. You're not that you want to rehearse bad things, but when something happens, I'm going to speak the Word. I'm going to stay in that place because it doesn't help us if we get all a bad reaction out, you know, get our emotions, run wild, you know, flail around, yell, scream, and then go, okay, now what does God say? Well, by then we've probably spouted a bunch of stuff that we didn't have to. We may have left a trail of, you know, collateral damage around us if we're, if our family's around. We may have uh, we, we may have said stuff that we regret. Now we have to dig ourselves out of a hole. It's so much better that, okay, well, that's happening. All right, well, God's still faithful. And that's, that's a challenge. That can be a challenge. That pushes on us like, you're, you want, I want to react out of so, a different place. But we need to know that won't do me any good. My fight right now is to stay with God. That is the critical thing. It's not to to do something in the flesh. My fight right there is to stay with the Lord. If I know that ahead of time, it's going to make it easier to do. It doesn't say it's going to be easy, but it will make it easier to do 
then if I constantly am going in, well, why did this happen? And then this, and we're always dealing with that as if it'll never happen, and we're surprised. We're going to be like a pinball machine, getting bounced, you know, ball in a pinball machine, just getting bounced around. We need to know that this is the fight that we're supposed to be in and that it is a fight. There is a fight, and I'm going to have to fight it. First Corinthians uh, 9, verse 24, it says, Do you not know that those who run in a race, uh, in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. In the CEB it says, so this is how I run, not without a clear goal in sight. I fight like a boxer in the ring, not like someone who is shadow boxing. In other words, I'm fighting with a purpose. I'm fighting the right fight. I'm not just... The next translation says, I'm not wasting my punches. In the Good News translation, it says, that is why I run straight for the finish line. That is why I am like a boxer who does not waste his punches. If we're flailing around, hitting the wrong thing, we're not doing any good. In fact, we're wasting our strength. We're, we're getting depleted. Worse than to get depleted, we're inflicting injury on ourselves. Now, we want to know that I am in a fight. I have to know that every ounce of energy that I expend needs to go to something, go for a purpose. So I don't want to spout and get mad at, at a situation and get mad at the wrong, uh, have misdirected anger. That's going to do nothing but harm. I need to know my fight right now is to stay with God. So I need to channel any kind of energy into doing the right thing, which is resisting the lies, resisting. And that, that can take all of you, it can take all of me just to say, no, I'm not going down that path right now. Sometimes the hardest thing to do when something really provokes you is just to be calm about it and to stay steady and say, no, no, God's word's still true. And you, your mind wants to freak out at that point because something's happened. No, what does God's word say? I'm going to stay with him. And you can have thoughts hitting your mind like a machine gun, bullets hitting your mind going so fast, going, no, this, and you say, no. No, God is true. God has come through before. He will come through in this situation. This will not turn out for evil. This will turn out for good, and I am going to believe Him. That's why then you, you can just spend some time praising Him. Just start thanking Him. Praise is not just for when we're doing it corporately together. We can start praising Him and say, no, God, Your Word's true. I thank You. You've been so good in the past, and you can recount places where He's come through for you. Lord, You'll take care of this. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to believe You. And see, that that is landing your blows with purpose. You're, you're, you're channeling energy in the right way. You're not losing any energy. You're staying with the Lord. You're, you're putting your mouth in action for the right thing. You're channeling your attention on the Lord who cannot fail. You're doing what the Word says and what your future self is going to want you to have done. And so now God can move on our behalf. God can help. God can bring us through.
Let's go down to 1 Peter 5, verse 8. These, these are the mechanics. We just need to be reminded of some of this because uh, these are the mechanics that can make or break our walk with God. Because the, what we talk about with the Word is not, they're not, uh, these things are not acted out or, or carried out in a vacuum or in a lab somewhere where there is no reality. Like, in, you know, in, in, a, in a room without, a place without any challenges that, oh, I found out what the Word says, so though everything is just going to be rosy. I'll never have any challenge, and it just, as soon as I speak the Word, everything changes, and that's just the way it works. If we think that when reality hits us, we're going to end up getting defeated. We're going to be sidelined by the, the fact that we have to push through some things, and we're not prepared. But if we understand that we are soldiers, we're in a war, and that whether we like it or not, there, we live in a fallen world, but God has taken care of the devil. He's already defeated him. He's taken care of everything we need, but we need to know that Satan's going to do everything he can to steal those things from us. So as we hit those things, we know they're coming. We don't say they're coming. We don't expect them. We don't talk about it. But when they do, we are ready to act, uh, to react in the right way. We're not, uh, we're not um, unprepared, and so we're truly walking uh, as a prepared child of God and walking in everything that God has for us. First Peter 5.8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now stop right there. It says he's, seek, he's walking about like a roaring lion, lion. So he's being loud, seeking whom he may devour. It doesn't say that he can just devour everybody. It says that who he may, which implies that we have to give him permission. But it, it also means that he's going to try to devour us, that he will do that. He goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's what he does. So he's going to try to hit us. And what's he going to see? Are you, is this going to be an easy target or are you going to fight back? Because he's a bully. If you're, fight, if you're pushing back, he's going to push, but he's already defeated. If you use the name of Jesus and resist him, he has no, no um, recourse but to leave because he's already been defeated. What's he after? He's trying to intimidate, get us off in the right, wrong thing, believe his lies so that he can devour us. Who gives him permission? We would be given him permission. So what do we need to sit? We have to keep believing God and in the spite of his roaring, stay in faith anyway and say, oh no, you can roar all day long, not buying it. You're not intimidating me. No, I'm not going down. No, this isn't ending bad. I am believing God. I'm staying in fight. I will fight to do that. But if we go, oh, the devil, he's coming. I just, I can't do anything. We are not fighting. We're done. And he won't say, oh, poor thing. I didn't, I didn't want to pick on you. He will go in for the kill because he's wicked. He's not, he doesn't, it, when we cry and complain, like, why is this happening? Does nothing but just, what, what the, the enemy is going to say is I'm winning. He knows he's defeated. He knows that we have authority if we'd stand up. But if we act like we're waiting for him to stop, that won't happen. We have to stand up and resist. We have to stand up and fight 
to stay in faith, believe God, and know that he's already defeated, not be deceived by his roaring, not be deceived by what looks like things that are going to crush us, and say, no, I believe God. I'm staying right here. I'm going to be at peace. So the next verse says, let's read the verse 8 and then go on to 9. Be so, let's read verse 8 again. Be sober, be vigilant, so be on guard, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9, resist him steadfast in the faith. So resist him steadfast in the faith. How are you resisting him? You're staying in faith. Are you fighting him directly? No, you're just staying in faith with what God has already said, and he has to obey. He knows that. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. In other words, everybody deals with this. We're not the only one. In the NLT, it says, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Be strong in your faith. In the CEV, it says, be on guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion seeking around to find someone to attack, but you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. You're resisting him how you're staying strong in faith, knowing you can't touch me. You can't touch me. I'm, I'm believing God. Blah, 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 roar, roar. No, I'm believing God. Yeah, but you're going down. I'm taking it. I'm believing God. God is faithful. He'll be faithful. What's what's Satan trying to do? Get us to take the bait and believe him because now we're on his turf. But if we stay firm and and stay in faith, we're going to have to fight to do it. Satan can't touch touch us. He's just out there jumping around, trying to make it happen, but he can't do anything. Circumstances are subject to change. So somebody could say, yeah, but this is happening. Something's happening. God can turn things around. We're not talking about sticking our head in the sand and doing nothing and not believe, not, just not believing what we see. We know it's there. We're just believing there's a higher power and that God can change things. In other words, if, stuff, if things went from good to bad, they can go from bad to good. They're changeable. If your body went from healthy to you're having symptoms, it can just as easily go back to just being healthy. If you're having a financial challenge where you're in a good place, but now you're not, God can turn that around to where you're in a good place again. Relationships can be restored. God can change. If we'll give Him a place then the things that look like they're, they're in a bad place, if we stay in faith and stay connected with God, He's got a way to overcome any situation. One more scripture. Uh, let's go back to 2 Corinthians 4.16. Kind of in the middle. 2 Corinthians We'll start reading it to you. It says, Therefore we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. 
For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Notice it said, we, we don't, uh, uh, this is our light affliction. In other words, what we're going through, it's temporary. It's not going to be there for our whole life. We need to say, I'm going to act like I would have wanted to act from the end of my life. I'm not going to be moved by something that can change and get disheartened. I'm going to look at the things which aren't seen, which are God, His Word, the spiritual realm, and say, no, these things are real. This, sub- this world is subject to change. So I'm going to believe God and believe that what He said is true, and these natural things will fall in line with what He said. I won't be moved by these natural things, so I'm going to fight to stay, my, keep my eye on those things that are unchanging. And if I do that, then I'll look back and say, yeah, well, God was faithful there. God, boy, man, it looked really bad here. It looked like there was no way through, but God did come through. So why would I have been moved by that thing that looked like there was no way? When there was a way all the time, I just had to connect with God. So we fight to do that. We're ready to do that. We're expecting to do that. And so God comes through then. He's a good God. Praise the Lord. 